0: Women in Revival Podcast. Today, we are starting a series called The Years of Your Life, Our Day Our topic for today is Your Life, a Journey in Babylon. Today, Deborah will be showing us that every single day of your life, every single step you take in your life, is it is a journey in Babylon. This is not our home. Earth is it's not our home. We live in Babylon. Sisters. Do you realize this? Do you know this for sure? Do you believe that you are living in your home? This is not your home. It is not your true home. For each and every one of us as Christians, we are living in Babylon. Depression B, Nazica's father, on this subject.
1: So, Father, we thank you so much for this series that you've brought us into. I just pray that you will speak to everyone in Jesus' name. Amen. I really want to thank God for this privilege again to run this series with you. And also to say welcome to this peculiar series, Tagged the Years of Your Life at this Secure. I was privileged to be at some dear sister's birthday sometimes this year one was 40 the other 58 and i was privileged to celebrate the faithfulness of the lord with these dear sisters of mine and they were dear disciples and you know i was asked to come and bring forth the word and what i shared there prompted this particular series and it is my prayer that you will find this encouraging too in your journey Remember at any point in time, you can go back to our website to revisit any particular series you may have missed or any episode. And you can give us a call on 44 For discipleship opportunity, give us a call, send us a WhatsApp message, go on our website, go on our contact us page and send us whatsoever you want to send us. So on this series, I'm praying that the Lord will give you a fresh vision for your life journey. So this series is tagged, the years of your life. Are they secured? This is a question the Lord is posing at you. It needs you to sit down and meditate. Some of you, my listeners, you spent 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years of your life. But looking back... To where you are now, will you say that the years of your life, they are secured? Will you say that the remaining years that you have left, they are secured? I'm sure you know that we are eternal being. Our body might die, but our soul lives on. And if your life is not secured now, what hope do you have for the life to come? So, on this series, it is a challenge and it is a time to search deeper as to how you've been spending the years that God has given unto you. Today, I will be handling the topic, your life is a journey in in Babylon. Oftentimes, we don't know that we are living in Babylon. Maybe you spent 20, 30, 40, whatsoever number of years now, do you know This world is Babylon. Whether you who is listening to this particular series is a Christian or you are not a Christian, I want you to know this world is Babylon. You know, since the fall of man in Genesis chapter 3, even though the plan of God was that earth be like a paradise, a place where there is bliss, where there is peace, but since the fall, the story changed, henceforth, Since then, this world became as Babylon, a place where every evil goes, a place where people does whatsoever they think is okay for them to do, a place where there is no safety, a place where anybody can get on the street and shoot another person down and stab another person, a place where there is high insecurity. We are living in Babylon. Whether you say I live in Africa or in Europe or in Asia or in just name any continent of this world, it is Babylon. We are living in Babylon, a time where government are bringing out all sorts of bills that contradict the word of God. It shows again and again that we dwell in Babylon. Babylon is the place of sin. Babylon is the place of idolatry. Babylon is the place of opposition against the maker of the universe. Woman, the number of your years that you have lived here on earth are years lived in Babylon. This world is Babylon. And I'm going to take this particular series this time from the book of Ezra chapter 8. That is where we'll be taking our series this time from. It is the story of the Israelites who were taking exile to Babylon. And like I was saying, we have been in Babylon since the fall of the first man and woman in the very beginning. This word is as Babylon so throughout this series we'll be looking at the scriptures in Ezra chapter 8 we We'll get into other verses as the Lord permitted us so it was a time that the Israelites were in exile in Babylon and the word of the Lord came again to Cyrus and you know the Lord steered the hearts of many to get up from Babylon to sojourn back to Jerusalem and for every listener that is listening to the voice of, to the sound of my voice, I want you to know a day will come when the maker of the universe, when the owner of this earth, when the owner of every continent of the earth will say, Time up, it is time to return to Jerusalem. I view a place in Jerusalem. Have you a part in Jerusalem and the unfortunate thing for many who are going to church now, who do not know that this world is Babylon, is that the choice of what your Jerusalem will be is made now that you are in Babylon. Many women are living life for Babylon. Many women have adopted the lifestyle of Babylon. Many in the church, even we the church, we have adopted the lifestyle of the Babylonian. We are living as Babylonian. And unfortunately, like I said, the choices you make while you are here on this side of Babylon will determine where you will be, where you will be when the owner of this world says, time up. Where are you intending? to spend even your eternity. You know, a scripture that I've known from childhood is coming to my heart. It's in the book of Matthew chapter 6 from verse 19. Matthew 6 verse 19. um, Yeah, maybe I should do 19 to 21. And it says, I'm reading again from the King James Version. If you've got your Bible, do you want to open to Matthew chapter 6, verses 19, 20, and 21. And it reads, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth. Are you saying? Don't keep treasures here in Babylon. Your life, the years of your life, are treasures. Lay them not here on earth. Your very soul is treasure. Don't keep it here on earth. It says, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth. Why? Where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through, and still here in Babylon, moth and rust corrupt. We've seen all sorts of corruption. We've seen absolute powers that are corrupting absolutely. We've seen all sorts and all means of corruption promoted across our world. We live in a corrupt world. We live in a corrupt art. We live in Babylon. We live in a place where things break through and still. Marriages have been stolen by even close members of the couple. A, friend, a, a The wife's friend stole even the the, uh, the friend's husband. The husband's friend Stole the husband's wife. All sorts of evil going on here in Babylon. So the Bible says, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth. Because this earth is as Babylon, there is mud and there is rust that corrupt, And thieves can break in and steal. Verse 20 now. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. This is where I'm going. Don't let your life settle so deep here in Babylon. Prepare your heart as a treasure for heaven. Why? Where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. There is a better art coming after this Babylonian art. There is no stealing, there is no corruption in this new art. And verse 21 says, for where your treasure is, Dear will your heart be also, woman, as a sojourner here in Babylon, where are you keeping the treasures of your life? Where are you keeping the treasure of your soul? How are you spending the years of your life? Are you investing it as a treasure for eternity? Or are you wasting your life away on this Babylonian art? Where your treasure is, there your art will be also. And it is my prayer that this particular series will awaken your heart to the need to gather up the treasure of your years, the treasure of your soul, and hand it over to your maker, to your redeemer. Amen.
0: journey to Jerusalem. Today, Deborah will be showing us that you need security to be able to go to Jerusalem. Jerusalem, not as in Israel Jerusalem, but as in heaven. You need security to go there. This security is in Christ Jesus. Sisters, do you have this security? Do you have a security that you know that you are going to have?
1: Heavenly Father, thank you once again for the continuity of this series. Once again, I just dedicate it to you in Jesus' name. Amen. So thank you so much for still joining us on this Women in Revival podcast. I am praying that you will find this particular series a blessing and um, a significant series for your journey into the Lord. Or for your journey with the lord so we started this series the years of your life are they secured and last time we're looking at the fact that your life journey that your life is a journey in in babylon whether you have journeyed 50 years 30 40 20 10 whatsoever number of years you spent it's actually a journey in, in babylon And you know, while I am speaking, I'm remembering a few people who journeyed in Babylon, even though they were in Babylon, but they did not lose sight of who they were and of where their final destination was. I'm bringing to mind people like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, even Ezra himself, whose book we are looking at through this series, he lived in Babylon but yet he remembered that he was a Jew. And it is rather unfortunate that many, many Christians do not know that we are dwelling in Babylon. So we live as as a Babylonian, we dress as a Babylonian, we eat as a Babylonian, we sleep as a Babylonian, we wake as a Babylonian, we do our functions, our celebration as Babylonian, not as kingdom people. We pursue day in, day out as Babylonian. It's as if the mindset of many Christians, in quote, have been the mindset of the Babylonian. And it is my prayer that you will awake to know that even though you are in this world, you are not meant to be part of this world. The lifestyle of of the Babylonian is not meant to be your lifestyle. So at any point, you can go back to our website, www.okofrighteousness.co.uk to check any series you may have missed. And you can contact us. Our contact us page is there. You can also reach us on our number, plus 44-794-398-415. Are you seeking for a personal discipleship? Do give us a call and we will see how to link you up. Amen. So today on Women in Revival, we are looking at your security for journeying from Babylon to Jerusalem. Remember we said this world is Babylon and every day is a progression towards your final destination. And while you are here in this Babylon called the earth, In this Babylon called the world, whether you live in the western world, whether you live in a developed country, whether you live in an underdeveloped country, whichever one, wherever you are, it is Babylon. And God made a provision for everyone, actually for everyone who lives in Babylon. But unfortunately, not everybody collected the provision of God for their journey in, in Babylon. So let us look at your security for journey from Babylon to Jerusalem. So we are going back to read Job chapter 14 verse 1 and 2 then we go back to our Ezra chapter 8. So Job chapter 14 verse 1 to 2. Let's read so that we can see why do you need security? What is the essence of security for you as a Jonah? Here in Babylon. So Job 14 verses 1 and 2 says, again I'm reading from the King James Version. Man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. He cometh forth like a flower and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow and continue not. So we are looking at your security for journeying from Babylon to Jerusalem. So while you are here in Babylon, you need security. You need to be secured. The years of your life needs to be secured. The years of your life needs to be secured. Your very soul ought to be secured. Why? First, every man that is born of a woman, whether short, tall, black, white, whatsoever nationality, whatsoever background, rich, poor, we are born of a woman and we are of few days. Whether it's 100 years you are intending to spend there, whether it's 130 years, no matter how long, even those in Genesis chapter 5 who lived hundreds of years, some of them were spending 900 years here on earth, yet at the end they left. So it doesn't matter how many years you have here. It is worth. Few. There were few days. There are few days. And it's not only that there are few days. There are few days that are full of trouble. Do I need to begin to tell you the trouble people are getting into day in, day out? The trouble with our health. The trouble with our workplaces. The trouble with our career. The trouble with some of our children. The trouble, just name various trouble. The year of man is but few days and few days full of trouble. Hence the reason why the years of your life here in Babylon needs to be well secured. Is your life secured? That verse says, our life is like flower that is here today and tomorrow is cut down. It flies as shadow. It stops living. Hence the reason why you need to secure your life for the future ahead. Oftentimes, we secure our electronics in our homes. We secure our telephones. We secure many of our gadgets. We secure our cars. Some of us secure our houses. Some of you, you have life insurance. But is your eternity secured? Your life after this Babylon, is it secured? Man that is born of a woman is of few days. So let us go now to Ezra chapter 8 and we read verse 21 to 23. And it says, Then I proclaimed the first day at the river of Ahava, that we might afflict ourselves before our God, to seek of him a right way for us and for our little ones and for all our substance. For I was ashamed to require of the king a band of soldiers, and us men to help us against the enemy in the way, because we had spoken unto, unto the king, saying, The hand of our God is upon all them for good that seek him, but his power and his wrath is against all them that forsake him. So we fasted and besought our God for this, and he was entreated of us. Amen. So here is Ezra now sharing his story with you. In his journey from Babylon to Jerusalem, he said they got to a particular river called the river of Ahava. And could this particular podcast series be unto you a kind of Ahava river? So Ezra said we afflicted ourselves before God. Why? He said they sought the right way for them. And this is what it means to be secured. Seeking the right way for our lives here. The Bible speaks of that there is a way that seems right, but the end is destruction. Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth. So the right way for us is your life journeying on the right way. So Ezra said, to seek him a right way for ourselves, and I'm seeing other people that need to be secured, our little ones, if your life as the mother is not secure. What hope do you have for the life of your children to be secured? So Ezra said they sought the Lord for the right way for themselves and for their children. He said because they were ashamed to approach the king for security. You see, many of us we are approaching the king of Babylon for our security. You may have planned your funeral, pay something into it, wonderful. But do you know you cannot buy your way. Into eternity with Jesus. No. He is the right way of entrance into God. Into the heavenly kingdom. Have you sought Jesus for your life? Is your journey in in Babylon? Is it fully secured? Is your soul secured? How are you spending the years of your life? Are you born again? You know, in John chapter 3, verse 3, Jesus said something to Nicodemus. says, Except you are born again. You cannot see the kingdom of God. That means there is no other way to leave the kingdom of Babylon into God's kingdom. The only way is the new birth through Christ Jesus. For man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble and full of sin. Hence the reason why you need to seek God for the right way unto Him. Church attendance is not the right way. Going Bible study, you know, doing good cause or good causes for the Lord. Sponsoring different charitable works are not the right way. The only acceptable way is Christ Jesus. Religion is not the right way. No religion on earth and you access unto eternity with God. Only Christ Jesus. He is the only way. He is the only security for your journey here in Babylon unto Jerusalem. I'm not sure for you, my listener, whether you have a walk with God or maybe you don't. I think this is a privilege to rededicate or to commit your life unto A sure security for life after this wicked Babylon. I felt the need to pray with you. I don't know how you've been spending your life. I don't know what your life entails. Maybe you go to church, but there is no personal relationship with God. Or maybe you did at some point, but the deepening of your faith has dwindled. I think this is a privilege again to recommit your life to recommit your journey here in Babylon unto your maker. So shall we pray. Father God, I just want to pray for all my listeners that, Lord, you will bring them to the point of committing their heart, their lives unto your eternal care. Cause them to seek eternal security in you and in nothing else. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As many who are not Born again, for you said, without being born again, no one can enter God's kingdom. I am praying that you will bring them to the place of giving their heart, of giving their life to you, the sure security. You can contact us after this series or during this series. The number to contact is plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five. Maybe you want to discuss the matter of securing your life with God. Do contact us and we will be happy to cancel and to journey with you. Amen.
0: last time we saw how Jesus Christ is the security that we need to get to Jerusalem. This time Deborah will be showing us that we are responsible for the security of our life. God will not come and just secure us all of a sudden. No. We have to say, God, come into my heart. Come and secure my life. Sisters, have you done this? Have you gone to God and asked him to secure your life? You are responsible the security of your life. No one has you. Depression will be, you will
1: not take a Thank you Lord Jesus for this particular series again. Having brought us to day three. do speak in Jesus name. Amen. I really want to thank you for joining us on this particular series and I am praying that you will find it useful even for your journey here in Babylon. Last time we were looking at the fact that you need a security for journey from Babylon to Jerusalem. Just as Ezra entreated the Lord for their security and God was entreated of them. No one comes to God I cast away. No one seek him for salvation that he cast away. So I am praying that you will take the matter of your security after this Babylon. Very serious. And this type of insurance, this type of security is not what you get after death. You secure it while you are here in this Babylon of art. And I'm praying that you will take it serious you can contact us. Go on our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk So today we are looking at you are responsible for the years of your life. You are responsible for the years of your life. If you are of age, as a mother, as a woman, You are now responsible for the years that God has given you here in Babylon. And again, we are going to go to that Ezra chapter 8, verse 25, 26, 27, 29. You are responsible for the years of your life. So Ezra chapter 8, verse 25 to 27, and verse 29 says, And weighed unto them the silver, and the gold, and the vessels, even the offering of the house of our God, which the king, and his counselors, and his lords, and all Israel there present, had offered. So this is Ezra now saying, having sought the Lord for security at the Ahava river, there were some priests whom he allocated treasures unto. So he said he weighed unto these ones silver, gold, and vessels, the offerings of God's house, what the king and his counselors and his lord gave and, and Israelite gave. So he said he weighed unto them. So for me, this is like saying for you, the listener to this, series, God has weighed out unto your hands a certain amount of years, a number amount of years. How many it is, I don't know how many it is for you, you yourself, you don't know. So verse 26 says, I even weighed unto their hand 650 talents of silver, and silver vessels and 100 talents, and of gold and 100 talents. You see, so he began to say, I measured unto this 650, this one, and this. So for every man, every woman, journey in on this earth which I call Babylon, a certain amount of years have been measured out to you, which you need to make sure you secure. It is your responsibility to secure your years in Christ Jesus. You are responsible for the years of your life here in Babylon. So Ezra dished out for them. He weighed out certain amount for each person. So verse 27 says, Also 20 bussons of gold of a thousand drams and two vessels of fine copper, precious as gold. So he weighed out certain amount to them. Then verse 29 now said to them, How did he to take responsibility of what was measured out to them? 29 says, "Watch ye." and keep them. So the years of your life are for you to watch. They are not for you to waste. Some of you, you have wasted a chunk of your life on alcoholism. Some of you have wasted it on adultery, on fornication. Some of you have wasted the years of your life on worldliness. The years of your life is measured out for you to watch for the Lord, to keep for the Lord. You know the book of Revelation chapter 4 verse 11 tells us that God is worthy to receive all glory, all power, all honor, for he created all things for his pleasure. Your life is meant to be watched to be God's pleasure. Your life is meant to be kept to be God's pleasure. So Ezra said, "I measured unto them, and I said to them, watch ye, keep them until you weigh them before the chief of the priest." And the Levites and the chief of the fathers of Israel were at Jerusalem in the chambers of the house of the Lord. And this is the same thing I'm saying God saying to you. I have weighed out for you 50 years. I have weighed out for you 60. I have weighed out for you 70. I have weighed out for you 80. I have weighed out for you 100 years and so on. Maybe you have spent half of it. Maybe you have spent a quarter of those years. Whatever you have spent, what you have left now, watch it. Keep them because you will weigh them again before the king most High when you get to the new Jerusalem, when you exit this Babylon. How are you taking full responsibility over the years of your life? Count back the last one year, the last two years, the last three years of your life. How have you spent them? Have they been spent for the Lord? Have you spent them feasting your eyes on things you should be feasting on? Have you spent those years pursuing vanity? Whatsoever you spent your years on, either to or can take a change. You can begin to commit the years of your life. Into God's care. You can begin to hand over, take full responsibility over the years of your life as you commit them to the Lord, as you journey with the Lord in holiness and in godliness. The book of 2 Peter, chapter 1, verse 10, tells us that we should give diligence to make our calling, to make our election. Sure, that is your responsibility. If you are not born again, you need to be born again. If you are born again and you are doing a wishy-washy Christian life, then you need to arise and follow the Lord with allness of heart. It is time to take full responsibility over the years of your life. Maybe you are double dealing. Maybe you are dating outside your marriage. Maybe you are having a secret affair outside your marriage. Maybe you are cheating on the benefit system of your nation. Maybe you are getting yourself involved in fraudulent activities. God says it is time to take full responsibility before God for the remaining years of your life so that you can have a secured eternity and i am praying that you will take this serious for the bible says it is appointed unto man to die and after that it is judgment while you are still here in babylon it is time to take full responsibility over the years of your life Amen
0: came today, would you be able to give a clean report of your life? Would it be good? Would Christ say to you, well done, my good and faithful servant, or will it be the opposite? Sisters, think. You are accountable for the way you have spent your life. Is this good or is it bad? Deborah be Nazica Spurdy, on this subject.
1: Thank you, Lord Jesus. We've come again on day four of this series. Thank you as you speak for us to hear. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for still joining us on Women in Revival podcast. We are still journeying through the series, The Years of Your Life Are they secured? Last time, we were looking at the fact that you are responsible for the years of your life. Here in Babylon, you need to make sure that you make your election sure, that you make your life count in God's sight. You need God as the sole leader of your life. So today, we are going to look at you shall account for the years of your life. I shall give account for the years of my life. And again, we are going to read that same book of Ezra chapter 8. So we read verse 29, verse 30 and 32 to 34. Remember, you can always come back to our website, www.okofrighteousness.co.uk. You can revisit any series that you may have missed. Amen. And you can contact us on plus 447944398415. Amen. So, you shall account for the years of your life. I shall account for the years of my life. Now let's read Ezra chapter 8 verse 29 verse 30 and 32 to 34. I'm reading from the King James Version and it says Watch ye and keep them, until you weigh them before the chief of the priests and the Levites And the chief of the fathers of Israel at Jerusalem in the chambers of the house of the Lord. So the first thing that I'm seeing here is that the years of your life that is given to you, you will give account of them. So Ezra said to these people that, look, you are going to weigh this life again before the Levites, before the fathers of Israel at Jerusalem. You are going to wear this again as you get to the house of the Lord. A certain amount I've measured out for you. So we are going to check if everything is intact. So that is what I am saying. God saying, look, you are going coming to give me the account of the years that I gave you. You are coming to tell me how you spent day zero to the number of years that I gave you here. So, verse 30 says, So took the priest and the Levites the weight of the silver and the gold and the vessels to bring them to Jerusalem, unto the house of our God. So, I'm seeing a people who are journeying with a mission. They were journeying from Babylon to Jerusalem, knowing they are carrying substance. They, were, they knew they were carrying substance, and they knew that what they were carrying, they are going to give account. When they get to Jerusalem, even when they get to the house of God, how many are coming to church, but you don't know that your soul, you will give account of it. How many come to church? You don't know that the number of years you are given, you will give account as to how those years were spent in this Babylon. So verse 32 says, and we came to Jerusalem and abode there three days. So, eventually, these sojourners who were sojourning from Babylon to Jerusalem eventually got to Jerusalem. They got to Jerusalem with the vessels, with the gold and silver that were measured out to them. And verse 33 says, Now on the fourth day was the silver and the gold and the vessels weighed in the house of our God by the hand of marmot the son of uriah the priest and with him was eleazar the son of phinehas and with them was Jozabad the son of jeshua and noadiah the son of benuin levites 34 by number and by weight of everyone and all the weight was written at that time wow does this not confirm what the book of revelation says there is a book of record kept for each and every one of us i remember jesus when he was speaking concerning the church in sardis in revelation chapter 3 verse 2 it says be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die for i have not found thy works perfect before god for i have not found thy work perfect before god so jesus was saying be watchful Strengthen the number of years that you have left. For I have not find thy works perfect before God. So, from what we saw in Ezra chapter 8, the verse 32 to 34 that I was speaking about, we saw out these people who were who had the privilege to carry gold, vessels, and all sorts of things down to Jerusalem. They said they came to Jerusalem. And they stayed there three days and on the fourth day, their silver, their gold, their vessels, everything was weighed out in the house of God by these people that they mentioned. And they were measured number by number, weight by weight, everyone. All they carried was weighed out and they were written. So the number of your years, you also shall give account before God. When you leave this Babylon. You will give detailed account. Before God. How your years were spent. Were they spent for the Lord. Are you spending the years. Of your life now for the Lord. Or are you spending them. For yourself. Are you pursuing riches. Pursuing fame. Pursuing this world. At the detriment. Of your soul. The number of your years are treasures weighed out for you so that you can give account of this same at the throne of God, at the presence of God when you leave this Babylon. And I am praying that just as Jesus said to the church in Sardis in Revelation chapter 3 verse 2 that he found their works not perfect before God. That you will seek him now so that you will not hear this after you've left Babylon, the opportunity to make amendment is here Why stay in Babylon. May the years of your life, the remaining years of your life, be spent even for God. Amen.
0: This very moment that you are listening, that you would go straight to his kingdom. Is your life secure? The be on this subject.
1: Father, we thank you so much for how you've helped us from day one to today, the very last day of this series. I am praying that you will seal it up and cap it up in our hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to say thank you so much for joining us to the end of this series of Women in Revival podcast. Tagged, the years of your life are they secured. Uh, I trust that the Lord has challenged your heart in a little measure. That indeed you will take the years, the number of your years serious in God's hands. You will pursue God for your life. As we finish today's series, today's series is going to be very short. I just want us to look at what must you do now? What must you do? What should be your response? How should you take? What should you do with the years of your life? The Lord has really helped us from the very beginning of this series. We saw that your life here. Your life is a journey in Babylon. And we saw that you're secure, you need a security for journeying from Babylon to Jerusalem. And we also saw that you are responsible for the years of your life. And last time, we saw that you shall give account of the years of your life. Don't take your life here for granted, it's a privilege that is granted to you to be amongst human beings, to be amongst the living. Could today be an opportunity for you to make right your yesterday's wrong? So what must you do? Let's go to the book of Acts chapter 9 verse 27. So let's go to Hebrews chapter 9 verse 23. And it says, It was therefore necessary that the patterns So let's go to Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 which says And as it is appointed unto men once to die but after this the judgment. You see everyone had an entry point unto this Babylon. And the privilege given to you to live here in Babylon it's actually a privilege to walk with God to journey with God into the jerusalem ahead so that hebrews 9 27 says it is an appointment for every man to die and after death there is judgment those men that we saw in ezra they journey from babylon and went to jerusalem so also every day we are journeying more and more towards our exit from this babylon are you leaving this world with a sense of eternity in your heart what must you do you need to make a decision to follow jesus now that you are here in babylon revelation 3 2 also tells us what you should says, be which, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die I have not found thy works perfect before God. So be watchful. Look at the way you are spending your life. Look at how your day goes. Look at the thing you spend your hours, your minutes on. Look at the thing you pursue. Look at what you spend the number of your years on. And then begin now to strengthen the remaining years that you have left before God. Maybe you've invested your life on alcohol consumption. Maybe you've invested yours on partying. Maybe you've invested yours on pursuing worldliness. Maybe for you, you have invested yours in feasting this your body. This body that will rot in one day. Maybe you have bleached your skin. You've, you've, You've turned your body into a goddess. God says, now is the time to make amendment. Strengthen the things which remain. Strengthen the years which remain it for you. Strengthen the number of years that you have left. You know the number that you have spent, but you don't know how many you have left. That is the reason why it is a matter of urgency to strengthen even the ones that remain. And how do you strengthen that? It is in striking a personal relationship with God. And the picture of a man came to my heart in Genesis chapter 5 from verse 1 to verse 22. It's quite a long read, but please permit me to read. And I'll just say one or two things, then we close this series. Genesis chapter 5 from verse 1 says, This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him, male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam, in the day when they were created. And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years, and begat a son in his own likeness, and after his image, and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were eight hundred years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. So we are seeing he sojourned, on this Babylonian art, and he died. Verse 6. And Seth lived 105 years, and begat Enos. And Seth lived after he begat Enos 807 years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. And Enos lived 90 years, and begat Canaan, And Enos lived after he begat Canaan 815 years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enos were 905 years, and he died. Verse 12. And Canaan lived 70 years, and begat Mahalalil. And Canaan lived after he begat Mahalalil 840 years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Canaan were 910 years, and... He died. And Mahalil lived sixty and five years and begat Jad. And Mahalalil lived after he begat Jad eight hundred and thirty years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Mahalalil were eight hundred and ninety and five years and he died. And Jad lived an and sixty and two years and he begat Enoch. And Jad lived after he begat Enoch 800 years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Jad were 960 and 2 years, and he died. And Enoch lived 60 and 5 years. I want you to begin to see the difference. All the people I've been reading about from verse 1, they lived, they gave back to children, they had a number of years, which were treasures that was invested unto them. That was measured out, weighed out for them. They lived and they died. Here is the story of another man now called Enoch from verse 21. And Enoch lived sixty and five years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah three hundred years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty and five years. And Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. Amen. Even though Enoch looked as though he lived a shorter year than the many who have been living, but Enoch lived an outstanding life. He walked with God and that is what you need to do. A time came these people were given birth to, they gave birth to children also, but they did not walk with God. We only saw that Enoch walked with god and god took him god took him from this babylon to a better place and the same thing i want to encourage you my listener how many years we all have here we don't know it is our prayer that we live longer to serve the purpose and the counsel of god for bringing us to planet earth and if you have been joining through this this series with us and you are not born again. Maybe you go to church. But you have not yet experienced the new birth. Just as Enoch gave birth to sons and daughters. And a time came. He worked with God. Let this particular series commemorate the beginning of you working with God. The beginning of you yielding your life. Yielding your future into God's hands. It is my prayer. That this particular series will produce you as part of the jewels, as part of the treasure for the new Jerusalem. That you will not journey this Babylon, living as a Babylonian, wasting your life, wasting your day to day, pouring your life on pornography, pouring your life on alcohol, pouring your life on material things. May you see the need. To drop your life into God's hands, to commit the remaining years of your life into God's hands. May this particular series lead you onto a deeper walk, onto a deeper fellowship with your Maker. If you have any need to contact us, do feel free to contact us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight. 4-1-5 Amen